That's the reception the former MEC Kradani Mashango received when she walked into the venue of the hearings. Family members of the victims of the Esidimeni tragedy, mainly dressed in black, got up on their feet to express their grief to her in song. They have been waiting for her appearance since last year. When the dust settled, Mashango was asked about her unavailability to appear last year. She says it was no secret when she left the country for London in early August. The commitment I'd made at the time to go and study, and I did not know anything that was going to happen post uh, my departure from government. I left under the impression that nothing was going to happen because nobody said anything to me. I never ran away. All departmental officials who testified at the hearings have faced the question as to who made the decision to terminate the contract with Life Esidimeni. Mashangwe's dismissed suggestions it was her alone, saying it was a collective decision. To say that the decision was I think it would be misleading the public. The decision in government is never an individual decision. When the decision to terminate not only life, the respective contract, it was our collective decision. Did you terminate the agreement or give instructions that it I have terminate? no I have no authority to write to anybody to terminate a contract. Did the HOD terminate as you legally formally wrote to life and indicated the department decision of the department to terminate the contract. And who were in the collective? It was myself, the HOD, and all of us in meeting. Mashango has also disputed evidence by senior departmental officials who told the hearings that, apart from expert advice, she also ignored their concerns about the relocation of patients. Instead, Mashango has blamed former HOD Dr. Bani Silibano and former mental health director Dr. Makabo Manamela, saying they continuously misled her by reporting that the department would be able to find beds for the 1,700 patients. So when progress reports were being given to me at no stage, that there was a presentation in a meeting that says, MEC, this is impossible, it can't happen, can we please review this thing? In saying Dr. Manamela and Dr. Silibano told you that there will be 1,700 odd beds available yeah. for the transfer. Is yes. that what you're saying? And, and, and including, just to, speci- to mention specifically, the names of the hospitals are listed there. And at the time, the indication was that only fewer patients were going to go to the NGOs. Matlangu further says she was never informed about major problems relating to the transfer of patients to NGOs and always received positive feedback. Matlangu, however, admitted that things did go wrong. She says after she was informed of 36 deaths in September 2016, she asked Health Ombudsman Professor Malakaburu Mahoba to investigate. She says Mahoba was initially reluctant until he was convinced by Health Minister Arun Mutsualidi to conduct an investigation. Matlangu has apologized to the affected families saying the move was meant to integrate patients into communities. To the members of the families that are there, the families who lost their loved ones during the implementation of this project, I am deeply sorry for your loss. And may their souls rest in peace. I know that we may not bring them back, but for what it's worth, I am really, really sorry. The hearings have adjourned until Wednesday. Arbitrator Justice Dihang Museneke left Mashangu with a question about her resignation. What was the content of the accountability that you accepted? Why did you think things have gone so wrong that you ought to fall on your sword? I'm not blaming you for it. It may be that I actually admire public officials who fall on their sword. So I'm not being critical at all. I'd like you to help us understand what was a big driver 
to assume that political accountability? And what are the things that worried you that you believe went wrong? Justice Museneke expects an answer when proceedings resume tomorrow. I'm Wiseni Makubele in Johannesburg.